It's a new day and a new chance to tell the one you love that you care for them by growing yourself and making your marriage better. Well, hey, with that, we want to welcome you to the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. My name is Travis, and I'm here with my wife, Dawn. Hey, everyone. So great to be with you today. It is good. It's good to be here um, just hanging out with you guys. But also, we wanted to give you a couple updates, and here's the updates. Nothing. Yeah. Crickets. <laughs> it's funny. Normally we have so many to give and we're like, oh, we actually scheduled time off. To do nothing. It was great. It was really good. <laughs> Didn't that fill our buckets? Oh, Wasn't that fun? Yes. To be able to be at home and enjoy the Christmas tree, enjoy a fire, honestly take a nap or two, you know, yeah. the last couple of days. But we did have some fun last night. We were able to go um, and have supper with some friends. So that was great. And you uh, had something that you ate that before oh, we got my. There, I was like, hey, you want to split a meal? And if you guys don't know, Travis doesn't like to split meals It's with hard. Me. It's, it's like a mental, um, you know, toughness that I just don't have. And I'm like, wait, this is so much food. Let's just split it. So I'm like, hey, how about if it's a really big sandwich? Will you split it? Because he found the sausage sandwich he wanted. And he's like, no, I don't think so. And I'm like, come <laughs> on, what if it's massive? Yeah, well. So tell I him what you saw when, you, when saw the waitress picture. brought it out, though. I saw a picture of it, and I was sold. And so then when she brought it out, I was like, oh, my gosh, I made the right decision. It was the biggest, baddest sausage sandwich you have ever seen. And I looked at you right away, and the waitress, I'm like, oh, we definitely could have split this. Well, we could have, but I ate almost all of it down to the last, like, three bites, and I felt so good. I think I made the right decision. Yeah, it was a good night just hanging out with friends, sharing uh, stories with one another, but sharing our life stories mm, with one yep. another. That was really fun as well. And then today, today's a special day. Yes, we're hanging out with you guys. We're recording this podcast, but we have a bunch of friends coming to our house for a Christmas right? yep. party. The house is all set. So like it's clean. There's extra food. I got to make cookies. So we're going to have a Christmas party with some friends, which would be great because we have some games planned and honestly, just a chance to jo- enjoy each other. It's going to be spectacular. And these are people we've been hanging out with for quite a while. So just having fun, digging down deep friendship roots and doing life together and keeping up with one another. Absolutely. Well, you you know, about, uh, I don't know how many years ago, I was 22 years old and I was in my car. Don, you remember this story? I was on my way to work. I was commuting to work and I was on that ramp kind of where there's the lights and you wait for your turn to get on the freeway so the freeway doesn't get too full. And I was behind another uh, car and um, I had looked down and all of a sudden I looked up and there was a man, a woman in the driver's seat and a man next to her. And when I looked up, the woman took her purse and she started hitting her husband wow. yeah. as hard That's as she horrible. could in the wow. head, like, like not just tapping him, but with the full weight of her purse. And every time she would hit him with the purse, his head would like kind of snap and fly against the door on the right side. And I was just like, wait a second. I'm watching a woman assault her husband. She must have hit him like eight or 10 huh. times. And so I, I, I thought, man, I got to do something. So I started honking my horn. I, I yelled out the window to stop. And I think she got embarrassed, realized that she was being watched and she stopped. But it was like intense. No, that's not crazy. something you want to see at no, the beginning of your day. Not at all. Definitely not typical. And I'm glad that you were able to try to do something to stop that from happening. Kind of reminds me of that story, Travis, when we were on the beach 
uh, on vacation and we were with our family and we noticed another family not that far from us. They were from another country just because they were speaking a different language. And all of a sudden we saw the dad get frustrated with his teenage daughter and she was laying on. He just went over and he started hitting her. And I was I was so mad. I jumped up and I ran over them. I get away from her. And I just freaked at him. And I was right there with you. We were both mad. We just got right up in his face. It was horrible. We were like, you got to stop. We actually took out our phones, recorded it. And we're like, we're calling the cops, but it was just not a fun thing to see. And just so wrong for that dad to do. Well, these are just a few examples of evil's version of submission. There are dysfunctional versions of submission. That is not how or why we should submit or ways to submit. The world's version of submission is that you force others to submit to you and do what you want. But God's version is we are willingly choose to t- submit ourselves to those we love, you know, one of the most famous verses in the Bible that deals specifically with marriage. And we talked about this last week because this is part two, um, but maybe more specifically than almost any other verse in the Bible is found in Ephesians five. Some believe it can actually be the most important verse or part on marriage in the Bible. And obviously there's other places in the Bible that talk about marriage um, and give us some really great things to think about. But this is one of the most helpful and honestly, the most powerful and as important as this is, it contains what most people would consider a dirty word. Yeah. And that's why this is part two yeah. of the dirtiest word in marriage. And and so there are a lot of people that coil and or recoil, I should say, or their skin starts to crawl right, because yeah. of this word. You know, it is a word that doesn't maybe seem to work in our world today, a word that contains a character quality that very few people ever encourage others to have, even though it's found right in the Bible. So what is it? And I know we kind of talked about it a little bit, but let's dive into what it it says in Ephesians 5:21 it says this submit to one another out of reverence for Christ he is definitely talking about marriage here. That's what he's talking about. Paul is talking about marriage. Um, in the last episode, we talked specifically about submitting to one another. And, and in this episode, we want to talk about the idea of doing it out of reverence for Christ. So there it is. The yeah. dirty word. That's it. The word, the S word, submit. Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Yeah, that's a word that's kind of like dropping a bomb. Yeah. Um, people don't love the word no, submit. I don't think men like the word submit. And I don't think women like the word. No one seems to like that word submit. And it's almost like uh, our sinful nature deep inside of us. That as well just uh, just starts to get aggravated when we hear that word. Okay. So to be honest, Don, I don't like the word submit. You probably don't love the idea of submission all the time fully. Why? Because it's we're human, right? right? And there are some key reasons why it's a dirty word in a lot of marriages. I think part of it is because we all want to exude strength. We want to look strong. And at the same time, we want to avoid looking weak. And so if we are submitting to somebody else all the time, we feel like, well, I'm not being strong and I look Hmm. really weak, but also we don't want to be silenced. And sometimes when you submit to somebody else over and over again, you start to say, think to yourself, well, I don't really have a voice or I don't really get what, you know, what I want. So you're, you kind of feel like you're, you're silenced and you're losing right, yep. your own rights to somebody else. And all of us have that, that thing inside of us that says, no, 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 it should go my way. And, and that is the problem. We want our way. We are selfish. You know, I have to agree with you. Those are definitely potential downsides or at least 
stereotypes of someone who submits. But what does that word actually mean? And why would Paul write those words to Christians back in the first century? You know, we're living in a very different world than Paul. I mean, obviously, we have all these, you know, uh, technology and just it's so, so different, different than it was. Yeah. So what does it mean for your marriage for right here, right now for today? We're going to dig in part two into submit. Yeah. What does the word submit mean? What does it look like in marriage and why do it? Why should you as a wife submit to your husband or why should you as a husband submit to your wife? I mean, what's the point? Well, I think we first need to go back. And we need to remind ourselves why Paul the Apostle wrote these words to the Christians in Ephesus back during the time of Jesus or right after the time of Jesus. And Ephesians 5, um, yes, it says that we're to submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. And again, the context is he's definitely talking about submission and marriage. But what we need to remember is Paul at that moment when he says those words, he actually is about to also launch into a teaching on relationships like other kinds with the children, with their parents, employees, with employers, and then, of course, husbands and wives. Now, here's here's an important thing. Submission in this context, in Ephesians 5, it means that you're putting the needs of the other person above your own. Right. So we're not talking about domination here. We're not talking about beating the other person up. It's saying, look, I want to submit and I want, Don, what you're looking for. I want to make that happen. I want to put your needs and fulfill your needs and make sure that I'm doing a good job with that. But let's be honest. You can't actually have a relationship with anyone who won't submit to you at least some of the time and you won't submit to them at least some of the time. And that's obviously why he talks about that, especially in the context of marriage, because that's exactly what we need to do for each other continually in marriage. We need to, but there's two S words, right? Submit. That's what keeps yours and my relationship or a husband and wife relationship, Don, working well. But the other S word is selfishness. And it's the enemy of submission. Selfishness says my way. It's my way. Kind of like last night when you wouldn't split your sandwich with me. I think that's <laughs> you it. I think no. that's it. Fortunately, no, that's obviously a joke. Fortunately, it wasn't a conflict kind no. of thing. And we had the money to buy right. too. But, but yeah, like selfishness says my way. Submission says your way. Right. Let me yeah. say that again. Selfishness says my way, Don, but submission says your way. Submission in marriage is one of the things that makes marriage work the most. It doesn't hurt our marriage to submit to our spouse. It blesses Absolutely, our yep. marriage. And if people could just grasp that concept that it's actually a blessing on your marriage, if you're willing to do that, rather than look as as you're losing, you know, losing your rights. Yeah. Well, the kind of submission that Paul's talking about here is when the husband is submitting to the wife and the wife is submitting to the husband. But the point is it's two way. And it's constant. Right, yep. uh, that's important that it's going both directions. Let's be honest. If there's a husband and wife relationship, a marriage where the wife always submits, but the husband never does, that's dysfunctional. Yep, that's that's not what Paul's yep. talking about. Or if the husband's always submitting and the wife's not submitting or giving in, then that is dysfunctional. Definitely not what Paul would be talking about. But he's saying, look, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ and let it be something that's yeah, ongoing. Constantly, yeah. Let it be constant. So what does the word submit mean? We're kind of recapping that again. Submit means to give over and yield to the power or authority of another. That's hard. It goes against our pride. But that word submit comes from the Greek word hupatasso. And hupatasso means to place or rank under, to subject 
or to obey. And so it means that I'm, I'm placing myself under, I'm putting myself under somebody else or their power. And so that word, uh, hypotasso, it actually, the, the first part, uh, hupo means under and tasso means arrange. So it's under God's arrangement. And what it really does is this, this putting under someone, this arranging, it means that it brings order to a relationship. And we mentioned last week that it also has a military Mm, context. It's like, you know, two um, officers that maybe have the same rank, but one is submitting themselves under, putting themselves under the authority of the rank of the other officer. So there's a lot in this word, but it's an important word. And it's really the grease that keeps the wheels of the marriage moving and, you know, everything uh, working right. Yeah, absolutely. So again, it means that if I submit to someone else, I'm choosing to put myself under them. And I'm going to basically, I'm going to say, I'm going to work with them. I'm going to cooperate. I'm going to help carry out the responsibility of whatever it is that we might be about to disagree over. So for example, I mean, we can think about this even just with, with our kids. Like when my kids needed help with their homework, when they were younger, um, maybe with their, with their math, if I would help my son with his math, I was submitting to him through helping him, but it was actually to lift him up, to, to make sure that he was understanding, to lift him up, to make him better at math. Yeah. Let's, let's dig into that a little bit more because you didn't need to do math. No, uh -uh. you probably wanted to go do something around the house or go have fun or relax. Um, you're, you're smarter, more powerful than him. You're the parent, you're more intelligent, but you sat down, took time out of what you wanted. You submitted to his schedule, to his, um, homework that he had. And then you were doing that and you invested in him Mm -hmm. and made him smarter. Uh, Yep, absolutely. The end result was I was lifting him up, making him, him better. Well, according to Webster's dictionary, it says submit means to yield oneself to the authority or will of another. It also means to permit oneself to be subjected to something or to defer to or consent to abide by the opinion or authority of another. So here's the big question, you guys. The big question of this episode is how do you submit to your spouse? We recapped submission, but now we're going to talk about the second half, the how. And it goes on and uh, Paul talks about it in Ephesians 5.21, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. I think if this verse just said that we should submit to one another and, and left it at that, you know, that was the period, it would actually cause a ton of frustration, but fortunately it doesn't. It gives us the why and actually the how behind submitting to one another. It goes on to say out of reverence for Christ. That's so important. We need to think about that a little bit more because again, in our last episode, we really focused on submitting to one another. Again, it needs to be constant. It needs to be, there's needs to be reciprocity. It needs to go both directions, but this part out of reverence for Mm. Christ, this is kind of where the how comes in or the why. And so I, I think it's worth drilling down on. I think the perfect picture of submission that we can get from the Bible is Jesus. So what did he do by going to the cross? He put our needs above his own. He modeled submission and gave us a great example. He is the ultimate example of submission. So it means following Jesus' example. Yeah. And I I think what we're really trying to point out here is when he says out of reverence for Christ, you know, submitting to one another. Yeah. Jesus, you know, he, he just portrayed this incredible example Um, But also there's this deep sense 
of gratitude. And that's part of why he's like, when you're Travis, when you're submitting to your wife, Don, I want you to have the gratitude of Jesus and mine. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. Why? Because he has given us a gift of salvation and forgiveness. And so think about it. I mean, when someone gives you an expensive gift, what do you do? You show great appreciation for it. Well, Jesus's gifts of forgiveness and salvation are priceless. So Paul wants us to remember that when we're submitting to our spouse, it's partly out of gratitude for what Jesus has done for us personally. It could be like, oh my gosh, you know what, Don, you're pushing my buttons right now. I don't want to submit to you, but I'm so grateful right. for what Jesus did for me. I'm going to, I'm going to front you this. I'm going to submit to you. Right. I'm going to, I'm going to do this because I remember my Lord. So true submission is not weakness. Actually, author Henry Miller says this, true strength lies in submission, which permits one to dedicate his life through devotion to something beyond himself. That's what true strength is. It lies in submission. Yeah. Submit to one another um, in reverence for Christ. And so ultimately, too, it's for Jesus. When we submit to our spouse, we're also doing it for Jesus himself. So again, back to you, Don. It might be me like thinking to myself, I don't feel like submitting to you right now in this little area, but because I can do this as if I'm doing it for mm, Jesus. Yeah, that's good. So it's like we're giving a gift back to Jesus. When I submit to you, Don, it's like worship to God. Uh, and and I'm able to show that submission to the people around us. I think, honestly, if we keep that mindset, if we remind ourselves that, man, we are actually doing this for God. On those times when it's harder to submit, when there's, hey, there's two different opinions coming and you're like, I don't want or there that selfishness creeps up. If we remind ourselves we are actually doing this for God, it's a way easier, it's way easier to submit. Oh man, it makes a huge difference. But I think part of it is walking in the spirit and yeah, walking is, close yeah. to, to God. The Bible says that we should pray continually, like all the time throughout our days. And so we're constantly thinking about Jesus and staying close to God. Then when somebody, you know, our spouse is pushing our buttons and we don't want to submit. We're like, wait, if I submit to you right now, I'm doing it for right. Jesus. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. It's so good. When you have conflict with your spouse and someone needs to submit, here's how to do it. You have to remember, honestly, first, it just blesses your marriage. Travis, it when does. we are in a place where, hey, we both have two different opinions and and you look at me and you say, you know what, I'm going to submit to you. Honestly, it builds trust. It really does. It, it And that helps our marriage. It actually blesses our marriage. We need to remember it's for Jesus. It's not a scorecard. We're not saying, hey, one for you, one for me. It's for Jesus. We also need to remember that it can kills selfishness mm, in you, man. When I say, good. hey, yep, Travis, absolutely. We're going to do what you want. You know, it's taking that selfishness and just killing it because we all honestly want our own way. We were kind of born selfish. We're in the sandbox as a little kid and we're we're stealing, you know, the the shovel or something from anyone we, or we want to keep it because we're, we're kind of selfish naturally, but it helps kill selfishness. I think most humans first, you know, it could be in different languages, but their first sentence is gimme. Give me or mine <laughs> or, or mine. mine. Yeah. Okay. Again. So how do you submit? Well, you got to remember that it grows your character by showing moral strength and patience. So in the middle of conflict, tell yourself like, Hey, wait a second. If I submit right now, 
I'm growing in character. Hmm, I'm growing in patience and I'm the one becoming stronger. Not that you're trying to outdo your spouse, but, but I could do this, but instead I'm going to do this. And so you're showing self-control, but it, it also allows you to decide what really matters most in conflict. I mean, think about it. Most conflict is petty. It absolutely is. We it, have argued or had conflict over the goofiest some little of the things. Dumbest so. things. Like so you you know, basically it's it's just stopping and saying, is this a hill to die on? If I submit, if I give in right now, I'm saying no. It's not a hill worth dying on. It's a really beginning to to just it allows you to kind of think that through and to decide, but it also will plant a seed for a long-term marriage growth and longevity. And so when you submit you're saying that you want your marriage to be healthy and strong right. for a lifetime, mm-hmm. not just in this moment when you get your way and then your spouse is frustrated and it kind of blows up your your night or week. No, you submit and, and you're like, this is not my hill to die on. I love this person. I want to do it for Jesus. I, I want I want to put that seed in the yep. ground for a lifelong marriage. And I so think these yeah. are some of the things of, of the whys or the I should yep. say the hows of how to do it. I think I just want to add something. I honestly think that when you submit to your spouse, you're actually building trust because you're saying, okay, I trust you. And then honestly, most of the time it, it actually goes the better way or it's the better direction. So you're beginning to trust your spouse. You can see the results of that submission and ultimately it just helps your marriage yeah. become way stronger. And the opposite of that is selfishness, which depletes trust, it does, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, word, oh yeah. I'm just looking out for myself. No wonder why my spouse doesn't trust me. I think it's time to make sure that we help, you know, change the dirty word. It doesn't have to be submit. If we actually look at the root and what is submission, what does it mean to submit? Honestly, it's it's greater for our marriage. We should be excited. Like that should be, you know, next to love, like love, let's submit. Yeah, it's my chance to be like Jesus. That's what submitting is. All right, we just want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Loving the Fight Marriage Podcast. Remember, guys, you can do it. You got this. Keep loving the fight. We'll see you next time.